man. Just <laughs> Jesus, we sure not gonna be friends on Facebook. You know, your family, your family get out of pocket and start sending requests like, nah, we oh, ain't that. Oh, we, no, <laughs> we, no, your family sending, we, no, we ain't, we no. ain't that cool. <laughs> I mean, delete, uh, delete, hey, delete. It's funny now because social media is just for stalking. <laughs> it is. It's like yo, legal stalking now. Yo, I've taken all, I take my most of my pics off my social media now. I just use the alert. That's all it is, dog. Just, it's just legal stalking. It is. Y'all mad at Facebook now? Meta. Uh, Matter for changing my algorithms because I have some shit on my page I shouldn't have on my page. <laughs> <laughs> so make you feel some kind of way. Some bullshit, yo. <laughs> but yo, what's going on? Whiskey therapy, man. Magic man's on the mic to my yeah. left. Two horn unicorn. My guy Bane, aka Gatekeeper. Yo, what's AKA good? AKA don't good? save her. She don't want to be saved. Hey, she don't want to be saved. Don't save her. We gonna start off getting into, into what we drinking, and then we gonna get into our mood. First, I want to say apologies to you know to you guys for delaying the podcast. For a week, but some life shit happened, some good and some bad. But we had to take a break for a little bit, kind of reset, kind of recalibrate before we got on the mic and talk to you guys. You know, we use this for our therapy. That's the point of the show, whiskey therapy. So mm-hmm. we're probably gonna dive into some stuff we've been thinking about. Holidays are coming up, so Man. we're gonna talk about how that affects people, especially with depression and all that other fun stuff going on. So Man. let me start off by talking about what I'm drinking today. So I had a gift uh, that was gifted me. People know that I like bourbon and whiskey. And so I have a bottle called Kokori. It's a Japanese whiskey. I hold it up to you guys right here. It is 82 proof. So this is slow rolling. This is easy sipping. But if you know anything about Japanese whiskey, it has a little smokier tint to it. Yeah. Um, so if you like the smokier taste in whiskey, it's good. This is actually really smooth. It's probably because it's 82. Yeah. Um, yeah, for you. Yeah, for you because it's 82. Right. So let me tell you, this <laughs> this this bottle, and I'm holding it to you, I drank this the first night I got this bottle. Yeah. That's how much Sounds I put it in right. this bottle. I went through half of this bottle the first night because of how smooth it was and didn't realize I mm-hmm. went through half the bottle. Um, bottle from Rice and Pure Mountain Water in Kumamoto, Japan, aged in barrels for three years. Uh, this is very good. I got to go. I got to go check it out and see what the price of it is. Uh, as it is gift bat, batch number four by 82 proof Japanese whiskey. This is coming after I've been on a kick. I, I killed some uh, Yamazaki 12 at a happy hour last week. So mm. I've been on a Japanese whiskey kick. Mm-hmm. Bang, what you got in your cup over there, bro? Yo, so this was actually a suggestion from a cat that I work with. He wanted me to try it out because, you know, I like Crown. So this is, uh, I guess Crown World has some new blends. Okay, cool. So it's not like a flavor like an apple or something like mm-hmm. that, but it's... Uh, this is just called uh, Crown Royal Bourbon Mash, okay. which is actually supposed to be just regular bourbon with just a little hint of vanilla or like an aftertaste of vanilla in it. Okay. All right. Um, it's 40% alcohol, 80 there proof. You go. So, there you know, you right go. around the spot that I like to lie, lie low there in. There you go. That's half you know, a bottle that, right that there. That thing I can sip all night and yeah. it'll still be good when, yeah. when it's time to do what I got to do. That's half a bottle right there. Uh, and, and it's actually, it's pretty good. It's not too bad. I'm actually, I'm just drinking it straight, no ice. Uh, I've been well, you know, I've been tasting Somebody's everything. Graduating. Well, I've been tasting everything straight because I, I need to know what it tastes like before I hit it with ice. Yeah, you know, I usually like my stuff a little cooler. But I'm so proud of you, you man. know. You know, get my grown man. I'm on. so One proud of you, start, man. Start drinking scotch for real. You Bane, know, Bane is growing up, man. It's you know. a round of applause for Bane. Hey, 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 hey engineer, hey. if you can find the applause, but hit the applause <laughs> up for Bane, man. We're gonna throw it in there on the after, yo. So yeah. I tell you now, I'm gonna go ahead and get this shit out the way just for you guys that watch us on YouTube. Good look, good look. Uh, I left my I left my my drinking cup. At the office, so I had to <laughs> improvise. So I grabbed a little bottle, a little water bottle out there, and I cut it. I see the, 
I made I made a country bottle right here, a, a little country glass. Why'd you make it so little? So I went ahead and cut it. You know, I don't, I don't need to have it that big, man. I'm, I'm making it so miniature. I'm sipping, man. It's cool. So that way you can hide it with your hand. <laughs> I, can still get two, I can still get two fingers of bourbon in yeah, here, yeah, man. Yeah, you can hide it with your hand. Everybody yeah, think two, it's a little glass. Two fingers of bourbon in here, man. You know, that's, that's all it is. So I made me a little country cup over yeah, here. Yeah, you can't take the country out to do, boy. I don't care what nobody say. You sure can't because I did it with my pocket knife when I was in the bathroom. <laughs> I might as well cut an apple while I was in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. You can't take the country out. Nah, through, you man. can't it's do it. Good, we may improvise, baby. We get it in. I didn't want to be. I didn't want to be that country. Be drinking out the bottle on the podcast. Then you yeah. think you need an intervention. Yeah, boy, man. I don't want that shit to come. Those through. kind of messages. Yes. Yeah. Um, Those kind of joints. So let's catch up. We coming to you. This podcast has dropped. Well, a couple of things to pass. Uh, Halloween was most recently the past. Yeah. Uh, me and Sox actually went up to, to to Nashville for his homecoming, Tennessee State. Got me got me some merch. Shout out to all the HBCUs going through homecomings right now, man. I like to get a different a different view of homecomings. Me coming from a PWI, uh, we don't get homecomings like everybody else does. So it's always cool to be around our people. You know what I mean? We're kind of forever, baby. Uh, Cool little time. Nashville is a cool city. Yeah, I remember we were talking about places that we may live if we weren't living here. I didn't. I didn't even think to register Nashville in there. Yeah, but Nashville might be that spot. It's in Tennessee, so we got all the bourbon trails and all yeah. the all the distilleries out there. Uh, it's affordable right now. The cost of living, uh, and they have some cool, cool little spots, man. Cool little rooftop spots right. uh, that are covered with heat oh, and nice. cool. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, it was some cool spots okay. we went to while we was there. Uh, yeah, so Nashville, nice. cool, cool place. A lot of a lot of people call it Nash Vegas. I didn't know that until hmm. I showed up this time, and it I was never heard it either. Nash Vegas, packed, packed uh, with people from college hockey, college football, homecoming, Halloween, galas. It was mm-hmm. cra- it was a crazy mix of people, and I will tell you, it's it's a confusing place. <laughs> and then I'll throw it to Bane and see what he's been doing. It's a confusing place, confusing in this house. So Nashville has the most streets I've seen named after black people that are consecutive, right? We were on, um, I forget the name and I'll look at it. We were on a street named after one of the representatives that passed, a black dude. But in my hotel, and I'm in the Omni downtown in Nashville, in my hotel room, I go in the restroom and they have the art, you know, above the toilet like they normally do so you can look at it. The art was one of the old school, uh, it's like picture houses or show houses. So if you remember the movie Tombstone, when they were doing the acting and shit on there, mm-hmm. that kind of that kind of setup. Oh, like plantation. Were houses? you in the theory? No, like when you in the theater where they had the two the two tiers and shit like oh, that. Okay, that. Yeah. So it's like that, but it said uh, the Confederate section, right? <laughs> so I'm on. Uh, we on a black street. And there's a lot of black art in the hallway. Then I get into the room and it says the Confederate mm-hmm. section. Hey, so you get in the room, they throw you in the peanut gallery. Yeah, like what? What? <laughs> what the fuck are we doing, man? Nashville, get your shit together. Uh, so that's one side. But I will tell you, Halloween, uh, Halloweened. Yes. <laughs> Everything yes. that you'd expect to see for Halloween, you saw for Halloween. Uh, some of the outfits that I saw, you just didn't know if there was a, a menu attached to it with spices <laughs> to let you know what was going on. Right. But I'm glad that it appeared that people had a great time post-COVID Yeah, getting outside. Uh, it was cold and rainy in Nashville, and that didn't seem to bother Nashville. Like, like normally? Yeah, it didn't, it didn't seem to bother anybody out there in their attire for Halloween. So I would cut it there. And I would say we had a great time at homecoming, even though it was cold and rainy. Still a good chance to get some culture. Uh, met 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 up uh, old Freeway 
Oh, huh. tall, tall dread out there. A- a- AKA Dirty Corners. Yeah, man. Yeah, Dirty Corners. A- <laughs> you a- talk a- about. A- AKA Lurking. <laughs> you ride that just Ducati. pop up out of nowhere. When I tell you, bro, he didn't go to Tennessee State, but when I tell you, he was the one that was getting us in the parties. Uh, I know everybody. <laughs> I know everybody. everybody. Everywhere he goes, man. You can't man. mess the dreads, dog. Shout out to Freeway, you baby. You can't mess the dreads. Shout baby. out to Freeway, man. So I'm going to pause yeah. here and we're going to get into a check in with Bane. Bane, how you doing? What you been up to? So, yo, man, how I'm doing feeling? all right. Doing all right. It's long October. Happy that motherfucker is over, Bro, oh boy, man, I hadn't had an October like this ever. Not oh, never, ever, ever. Let's escape this motherfucker, man. I can't even count the things. This, this was wrong with this October. But, <laughs> you know, like always, push through. Yeah, you know, things getting better. Okay, slowly but surely. Okay. Uh, you know, had a good little time. Went to the uh, Halloween party. Shout out to you know the, the heroes and villains. Oh, you went you over know, there. 15, 15. Yeah, you I went over there. Through. We went over there. Shout out to the fullers, you know. baby. I love yeah, y'all. You know, man. glad you know, that sad. To, you know, good hair. You yeah, know what sad I mean? that I miss y'all party. Hashtag man. Team Bright Skin the Misses. You know what I'm saying? I'm, we gonna have to talk about this offline. I'm I'm sad that I missed your party. <laughs> I know I know it was something. Yeah, and it, was, gonna it, talk was, about it was cool. It, it wasn't as busy as normal, but it was cool, okay. man. It was cool. Okay. And uh, the spot that you know they uh, they picked up that spot next to fifteen fifteen. Yeah. Right there, and that's the spot they used to have a New Year's Eve joint. Yes, at. I remember. When I saw the inside, I was like, Oh, I this remember is the familiar. Yeah. yeah, I remember <laughs> the stage was on the corner. Yeah. yeah, I remember that corner right there mm-hmm. a couple of times. You mm-hmm. know when things happened. Yeah. So it was it was a good night. It was a good time, man. I needed I need I needed to get out. Okay. Uh, you know, you sometimes did. when you have stressful situations or times that last for weeks or months, mm-hmm. you know, some people like us don't want to go out in public because we know we don't need to be in public yeah. in certain instances. You know, we yeah. know that we're not in the mood to deal with certain types of people, yeah. so we don't. You can't, we can't let certain shit slide at certain times. Exactly. So yeah. we don't put ourselves into situations where our stress or our, or our attitude at the time is going to dictate how we handle situations versus our thought process yeah yeah yeah, understood so i had been chilling and staying in and and not going out and and i needed to get out so it was it it was good enough to where it wasn't so busy Mm -hmm. there would be issues and problems good 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 you know i needed a a good night out that was quiet yes and that's what you have to worry about the bullshit it's always good they're always very hospitable uh, yeah. For you guys, if you ever get a chance to go over towards the Toyota Center, Island 1515, uh, a couple of our folks, they, they own the space and the space next door. Uh, very good food, some venues, some good drinks, some good laughs, stuff yeah, like that. Good sometimes, music. Sometimes they throw parking lot parties over there, too, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, now that it's getting cooler outside, so, man, yeah, shout out shout out to the movers and shakers on that side. Yeah. Sad that I missed that party. Out. But I'm pretty sure we're going to get invitations to all kinds of parties now that we're in holiday season. Holiday seasons. Well, so, you, this, you know what, man? I, that's That's probably like. My favorite thing about holiday season now is it's not the holidays, man. It's, it's just the functions that yeah. we get to, to go to. I went to the store today. Yeah. And it's playing Christmas music. And I was like, it's that time of year. It's that time of year, man. It's that time of year to get out and, and go do some things and meet some people. Hey, man, you got to throw, throw your ass out on, baby. Hey, what we hey, doing? So, hey, sometimes you got to do what you got to hey, do with man, what you go got. Get it, go get it. I got I got a brand new hat I got to break out, man. I got I got a hat, man. Uh-huh. McQueen, McQueen, shout out to McQueen. McQueen hooked me up with some stuff. Yeah. Uh, he keep hitting my pockets every time I go in, that, uh, mm. in this store. But yeah. I got some stuff I got to break out, man. But, yeah, it's just, it's a good time of year on the other side to kind of balance out some of the fucked up shit that's happened. So, yeah. you know, in addition, we passed, you know, we talk about shit that happened in October. On the other side, you know, for me, for October, I turned 40, so I hit a milestone age. Yeah. Uh, and 40, just had, had a laid back time, man. I'm not the type of guy that wants a big rah-rah for my birthday. Yeah. But we yeah. had a few, a few events. You know, I had some stuff with the family that was real cool. You know, got to celebrate with my son and the family. 
everything was good. On the other side of that, uh, some of the friends, some of the brunch crew really put together. They went above and beyond for me and Sox right. for our October they birthday. Did. It was beautiful. Right? They went it was above beautiful. and beyond. It was, it was amazing. I, I had not expected um, that level of, of, you know, sometimes your friends surprise you with stuff. And we didn't ask for it. That there wasn't much input on our side, um, but it was real cool, man. It was, it was. You know, we had the chef. She she chefed up some stuff that was real delicious. We had a, a cigar hand roller out oh, there that man. was rolling cigars. Had a DJ out there that was spinning something decently. Too fucking loud, but it was spinning yeah. decently. Yeah. Uh, but you know, we had a bar too. You know, everybody kind of had their drink of choice, and it, the weather mm-hmm. was perfect that hey, day. The weather was we lovely. Worry about it. So now, let me tell y'all something. We got to give another shout out to the chef because. Hey man, when shout I tell out you to chef. chef. Does big things executive, in the kitchen. Executive chef. The executive chef does big things in the kitchen. Executive chef Michelle okay. Wallace. You can catch her at Gatlin's Barbecue if you haven't gone before. She yeah. does beautiful things on the menu over there. She's right also there, doing right big off things. Six Ten and Ella. Six Ten and Ella. She's also doing big things. Um, in the city, she, she's being invited to more events. Uh, she was high on high on the hog on Netflix. Uh, she's doing like private dinners and stuff like that. I believe I'm going to one of her dinners on Sunday, which is supposed to be a five course meal. Uh, just support and see how it is. So it's just, it's real cool, yeah, man. So shout out, uh, big shout out. Yeah, let me know if you and I don't know if you. It's on our group chat, but I don't know if you follow her on uh, Instagram. But if you're around on Sunday, let me know. I'll shoot it to you. I'll be off on Sunday. Okay, well let we'll me talk, shoot it we'll to you. Talk about it later, yeah, but I'll be let off. Me, let me let me shoot it to you, and we'll we'll see if we yeah. go over there, man. It's always a good time and. You know, we're going to go in there and because we know the chef, we can sneak our sneak our liquor in there if we need to sneak our liquor in there. Yeah. So right. We, 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 uh, so it's good when you, we, yeah. you know it's all about knowing people, bro. Yeah, we'd be good to go and have a good time, man. So shout out. It was a lot of it was a lot of stuff that happened, man. We we kind of, you know, being being Libras, I'm used to the scale, right? It's it's evenly balanced, right? We're good and bad a lot of times. So we got to take the good with the bad. Uh, I appreciated the Nashville trip just because it got me out of Houston. <coughs> Got my mind away from some things. And regardless if the weather was, was rainy and cold, man, it was still just good to be out. We had a lot of great stories, a lot of great laughs, smoked some good cigars, had some good times, man. Really got to know, you know, get to know your friends a little bit better when, when you're traveling with them and in a good space. So we cool on that side. But like you, I'm glad it's November. Oh, it's a new man. start to a new month. We got we got some events coming up. You know, Thanksgiving or Friendsgiving is coming up, however you want to celebrate it. Um so we got some we got some things going on. It's gala season, gala uh, so season. yeah, gala season. Got your uh, good clothes, lot, yeah, a lot of and things. We're not talking uh, about your Easter Sunday clothes no, either. No, no, a lot of things are happening, man. I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to see what people do, you know, in the city. What kind of what kind of clothes they pop out in? Mm. You know, everybody had to had to hit that tailor for a little bit because the COVID, bro, the COVID way. Picked up some stuff today. <laughs> just picked up some stuff today. No, yesterday, bro. <laughs> the buttons a little bit harder than the button. And, now. I, and I switched tailors since I live on the opposite end. You know, I won't mm. be driving 45 minutes. You ain't go to the uh, African dude that made the. T- t- Sexy enough for Sway Man. <laughs> you, nah, back to old man. Buddy. you know what? I knew this was going to be a good spot. You want the Lululemon slacks? I knew this. Bro. Bro. <laughs> Boy, they, they, they stretch, but they don't have to. <laughs> like, just because it's stretchy, don't mean it's supposed to stretch. Oh, shit. You know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> shit. It's like your tuxedo is not supposed to have a Lulu thing on it. Oh, a Lulu man. logo. I think our tuxedo snapped <laughs> between your legs. Out there. <laughs> <laughs> There's a little blah blah going on like, down there, man. It's like the pants had a little loop for your heel at the hey. bottom. <laughs> <laughs> the pants are necessary. Yo, you got tight, that yoga man. tuxedo, bro? Hey, man, we are no longer doing African cut suits. Just no, so far, man. no, no. <laughs> no, but, man, when I, I knew it was going to be a good spot. It was rated well. And, uh, 
I just got some minor stuff done now, but when I walked in, it was just a whole bunch of pictures of before and after, like wedding dresses and yeah. stuff and all this shit. So, so it looked like it's gonna be a good spot. I got to pick some stuff up this week, some other stuff to drop off to see what kind of game she really got. Okay. Uh, I'm excited. Now I want to go somewhere. Talk to her for about 30, 45 minutes on you know what kind of stuff for my size to get for her yeah. to work with it the right way. Yeah. So try to do my end right, and hopefully she she she, she come oh, out on the other man. end the way it's I'm supposed excited. to be. Excited now. Now I feel like we need to find some shit to get you into know? now. So hey man, you know. Okay. So the only reason me, you got it is let so me you find can go some get shit, it. man. Let me find some shit, man. Yeah. Let me find some shit for us to get into. So mm. it's been it's been good, man. And and everybody out there, let me tell you, October was rough, but 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 Magic birthday was this month. My brother birthday was this yeah, month. Socks. Socks birthday. Yeah. Hey, baby. Bugsy Siegel birthday was this month. Oh wow. Well, my, yeah, my mom's birthday was this month. It, it was just, October this, too. This yeah. Birthdays everywhere this month, and I'm yeah. very happy to see. All of these people make another year. Yeah. You said Jackie's birthday was this month? Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, happy to yeah, see everybody's yeah, birthday. Yeah. I mean, everybody make another year. But it's, it's, it's a rough month. It was a rough month. It was a rough month, man. Shout out to my cousin Juicy. His birthday was on the 12th, too, man. Shout out to, to him on that north side. But it's, you know, at, at this age, we were talking about it before. It's, you know, now that I hit 40, I'm the baby of the crew now. I'm the youngest. Uh, I told these guys, I said, I'm old enough to tell older people I'm a grown-ass man. Uh, and then the other part I'm old enough to do is I'm old enough to, to be able to make a decision and not have to explain myself. Right. Right. It's because I've seen it. I don't have to explain to you how I know it's going to yeah. happen, but yep. I've seen enough to know this is what's going to happen. So I don't mm-hmm. have to explain myself. And the good thing, the good and bad thing about about, about making 40 and whatever age you, you find this, this level of clarity is we can see things coming faster. And so we know when to go a different direction. But the unfortunate part of it is the things we see faster are the bad things. Yeah. We can always pick out the bad. We can rarely pick out the good shit that's going to happen, but we can yeah. always pick out the bad shit, right? We can pick out and say, that don't look right. That's going to end up this way. Or yeah. I heard this before, so it doesn't so, go that so I way. I know exactly where it's going. I know going. exactly where it's going. Yeah. So it's a good and a bad yeah. thing, right? I've read this book like three or four times. I read the book three or four times. I know the ending. Right. And so you don't have to explain it because – They'll ask you, yeah. well, how do you know and this like that? It's like, I don't even have to explain this to you. Just, just, just I've been through it and I've yeah. seen it before. And the other bad thing is, is a lot of times the people you're dealing with, they still at a point where they need that, that kind of explanation. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And it's like, I already know trying to explain it to you is not going to do any good. It's not going to work. Because I've been here and I've done this and before. And you tried to explain it before. Exactly. Yeah, you yeah, tried it before yeah. and you know it's not going to work. You know, I was sitting back. You know, it's easy when you have stressful times to sit and you look back at a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. you don't just reevaluate whatever it is that's got you where you are in that in that that mental process. Right. You start to re- reevaluate things that are happening in your life now. Mm-hmm. You start to reevaluate things that have already happened in your life, and you go back and you you may look at them from a different angle or a different yeah. view. Right. And, you know, you start to question, you know, some of the decisions that you made, whether they were right, wrong or indifferent. Mm-hmm. And you start to think about what's really important and where you want to be in life and, and how you can get there. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that happened is, like you said, the fact that we we are a little older now and at the point where we don't have to explain ourselves. We still question whether or not if we should. Yeah. We know we don't have to, yeah. but now we question whether or not if we should, and a lot of times it boils down to, is that person worth our time and our effort trying to explain it to you? Like, if you random and I'm never going to see you again, why should I go out of my way to explain something to you when, when you, you 
are, for lack of a better word, insignificant in my life. Right. Not a bad person, not an insignificant in life. No. But to me, you're insignificant. Right. And Just it's like I'm insignificant to you in yeah, life. It's, it's, it's spending the time. Do I spend the time on having that conversation with somebody knowing that we know they're not going to get it, right? Yeah. We know they're going to ask more questions. And now instead of having to answer one question, I got to answer 12. Because mm-hmm. you haven't made it to the point in your life where you understand what we're talking about. So I, I have a better appreciation and understanding for the older people in my life. Right. That when they said something, they said something once and they let it go. Yeah. They didn't explain it to you. They just said, you'll get it when you need to get it. Yeah, exactly. Right? And I think I'm fortunate enough to be at the age. I'm fortunate enough to have made it. And I was talking to your brother about this last night. We are fortunate enough to have made it to an age where we can say that. Yeah. Because we know, we talked about this before on the podcast. There's a lot of situations we was in where we, we, we couldn't be here. Like yeah. there was some shit would have went Man. One, one centimeter to the yeah. left, one yeah. centimeter to the, to the right. Uh, one second faster. One second faster, one, slower, one second yeah. slower. We It'd wouldn't be over. Here. A lot of this shit is shout out, shout out to Fat Man. Yeah, man. A lot of this shit is happenstance. Both, both Fat Man's, matter of fact. Yeah, a lot of this shit is happenstance, man. And so I just, you know, I, I want to give a shout out to the folks who didn't, who, did, who didn't get to the space that we got to. We are fortunate in that space. And I think you need to appreciate the fact every morning, like older people say, you know, when you ask them how they doing, they always have some old Negro spiritual shit they say to you, man. Uh, it's just, you know, it's say good to see you. They be like, it's good to be seen. Yeah, you know, all this seen. shit, right? Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I, I have a better appreciation of that now just because of the shit that we've seen and shit that we live through. So I have a better appreciation of as long as you give me another day, you give me another shot at life. Yeah. That's all I can ask for. It's up to me what I do with it. Yeah. Yeah. But just but, give but me another fucking shot. I got I got a, another day. Yeah. You know, yeah. just give me another fucking shot, man. And that's all we need sometimes is just give me a shot. Give me in the door. And so I'm going to swerve on that because I'm going to talk about some things. Uh, I've had a lot of stuff going on professionally and personally in my life. And I want to talk about some things. So I had a conversation. Um, I have a client right now that's that's he's starting a new company, new software company. And with that, I'm making new connections that I hadn't made before. Right. I'm talking to people who are venture capitalists, who have money people who are raising money, people who are doing things, right? And you know, historically, you know how it is. They don't look like us. Right. But I, I'm, 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 I get invited to the conversation mm-hmm. through my client. And so I'm, I'm talking to a guy, and he has so much money that he, that he invests, and he's talking like, hey, I know the mayor, I know this representative. And I'm telling him, like, I get it. I understand that you think that's the proper channel to get in contact with us. I said, but those people don't touch us. The mayor doesn't touch us, mm-hmm. right? The, the representatives don't touch us. They, they want you to invest in their campaign, but they don't touch the people. So the, the reason I had this conversation and, and what I'm trying to get to is being invited into conversations that we aren't invited to. And sometimes you need somebody to usher you into that conversation. Right, because sometimes that's, that's the only way to even get into circles. You got to get invited. You got to get invited into the circle. You know, it's like old school credit unions where if somebody yeah. wasn't already there, yes. you can't get in. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's like that's life. Yeah, it's being in the circle, right? Yeah. And so I had a conversation with a couple of gentlemen about being allies to anything, right? But we were talking about specifically the black people. And these are some white gentlemen that had access to money. And they were they thought what their approach was getting to their goal, but it wasn't. So I had to kind of educate them on what I meant by that. And here's what I meant. And I told them I said, look, majority of entrepreneurs that look like me in my space, we aren't looking for a handout. We aren't. 
I don't I don't want you to just give me money because there's always something on the end of you giving me some shit. So I don't trust hey, you. That's everything. So I don't trust you. I no, know there's no end. such thing as something without nothing. No. What we're asking you for is information. So I told mm-hmm. him, I said, the information you have. So there was this guy. He is on a hedge fund, and they have hundreds of millions of dollars to invest mm-hmm. in the black community, and he wants to do it. And he was going about his process. He was helping out a young lady, but he hadn't invested in this young lady. It's the black young lady that I was talking to. Mm-hmm. And so she was like, this is my bestie, and we do everything, and he helps me. He gives me advice and all this shit. And I just asked a simple question. You know, my stupid brain was, but has he invested in your company? Well, she said, well, no. I said, well, then it's not, you're not getting everything that you can get out of him. And so she's like, no, 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 but he does this, does that. So I separated them. Mm-hmm. And I went and talked to him. And I said, hey, why haven't you invested in this young lady's company? And she thinks you're her best friend and all this other shit, and you give her advice. He says, well, her business isn't profitable. It doesn't make sense. I have this checklist, and he put on his phone. Mm-hmm. And he had a checklist of things. And he, had, he hadn't told her that her business wasn't going to be profitable? Or her he, business he wasn't had, profitable? He, he had not told her as directly as I asked him. Mm. So he pulled out this checklist. He put out a phone. He literally, it's hedge fund, hundred million dollars to expect. He has a checklist of the basic requirements before they decide to invest right. in you. Which and is, I said, hey, well, just smart. It is, it is, it is. But I said, hey, have you given her that checklist? That's what I asked. You know where I'm going? Yeah. I said, all this shit you're doing, we're talking to the mayor and the representative, and you're giving her advice. I said, the best thing you can do if yes. you really want to be an ally is give, give us that, that fucking checklist. checklist. Yeah. Give me the checklist. Yeah. Because we don't have the checklist. Now, now I'm another step ahead. Now I'm a step ahead. We don't yeah. have the checklist. Yeah, we just go in blind. Yeah. But we now I know what you're looking for. No, no information at all. And all I see is you and 10 of your friends in here, and all y'all do is invest in each other's businesses over yeah. and over again, over and over again, and over and over again. I said, but you want to be an ally. I said, we need information. I yeah, don't need yeah. you to come in with a bag of money. I need you to give me that checklist. Yeah, because now I can get the money. And now I can say, hey, guys, if you are having issues raising money, here is the criteria yeah. that they use exactly. to vet you. Yeah, it may not get you the money, but it gets you in the conversation. It gets you, it gets you the opportunity. It, it gets, gets you, in the, you the opportunity. Yeah. So when when we talk about being allies and helping out and stuff like that, don't always assume. And some people money. do a bad job. So don't always assume we're asking for a handout. I don't give a shit about a handout. I need opportunity. Mm-hmm. I need you to walk me in the room. So so let me ask you this. So what did this cat say when you asked him like why you didn't give her this information? He didn't know that that was the value. He thought him coaching her was the value. Because she thought that was the value. So he was only doing what she said that she so, needed. But, but let me ask you this, dude. Do you really believe that he believes that? Let me ask you that. That's my question. That's what he said. You know I believe you was full of shit. But let me ask you what you believe. You know I believe you was full of shit. Okay. That's, why that's what I want to know. You know I believe yeah. you was full of shit. That's what I want to know. But I will say, I will say there's, there's a part of it that's part of it that's, that's full of shit, but the other part of it is he probably led with this is who I am and what I do. Yeah. And she probably steered him to another direction. Right? Now, but he 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 has to know why she's there. He has to know. And what he's doing is is he's just stringing her along. And you know what I you know what I thought he wanted to do, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, you know you know what I thought it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a way to get the list. Uh, <laughs> it's a way to get the list. You know what I mean? Mm. But he's stringing her along mm. this whole mm. time knowing yes. that what she's trying to sell it's not profitable. Yes. Because when I put him to the because side. When you asked him, he just told you straight up. No. He already knew. No, because when I put him to the side, when I asked her what her business model was, and she told me, I was like, I have no idea how that's going to make you money. I have no idea how that's going to make him money. You don't have any IP. 
Mm. You don't have a product. You don't have a trademark. You don't have a brand. So what the fuck is he giving you? And she was like, oh, he, okay, let me separate you. So I went and talked to him. And I said, am I right? He said, yes. That's why I haven't invested, yeah. right? So there's a disconnect somewhere. Now, I knew it was a disconnect because I brought up those points to her, and she, she totally no blocked me yeah. out. She had no clue. And then plus, is, is she saying that he's her bestie, but he's not saying that? He's not saying that at all. Yeah, that's, that's not a two-way street. I, you know, That's like the little dog going, Spike, come on, Spike. Let's go, Spike. What you want to do today, Spike? That's what that is. That's that's. That's that's a one way street, bestie. That's that's why it's beneficial for me to have a high alcohol tolerance because I could drink more than people can, yeah, and I can, right, get, the, I can yeah. get the bullshit out of it. Yeah, right. I can get the bullshit out of it. Like the holiday party, once yeah. everybody gets some drinks, yeah, and yeah, them yeah, things yeah, start yeah, to change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can get the bullshit out of them. So, so when that hood when start to come so out. So I say that to say to the entrepreneurs out here, there's always a list. There's always criteria that they use because they continuously invest in each other. It was literally a circle jerk of people who have invested in each other's businesses that night. And I had never even knew this existed on the level that I had access to. But my client mm. gave me access. Right. He said, come here. And he said, you need to meet him, him, her. Right. And he introduced me and then walked the fuck off. Right. On that, mm. on that point, it's time for me to share. Yeah, yeah. He put you in the right spot. Now that's it's all, up to you that's to That's all I asked for. That's all I asked for. You and put he, me in the room. And you know what? A lot of people out here, they have goals. And they get upset when people question them about about not the goal itself, but what they're doing to get there. Uh, had that conversation too, you know. And and people who know what they're doing start to question them, mm-hmm. and they get upset. And it's like if somebody is questioning you, who knows how to get where you want to be, uh-huh. then maybe you should shut the fuck up and listen. Yes. Or maybe you should try to answer the questions, and if you can't answer the questions, uh, maybe you need to go and figure out why you can't answer those questions because those answers <laughs> might help you get where you need to be. Right. Don't get upset about it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's like you can't say, I'm, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, and when people start asking you how you're going to do it, then you get mad. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So yeah. You, you, it's, it's a very thin line between somebody vetting you because they're making fun of you or they're asking these questions to try to belittle you. Yeah. And somebody asking questions is actually trying to help. They're trying to get you game. Trying to, yeah, trying to put you in the, in the game, put you down. Yeah. So that brings me to the second young lady that I spoke about. Mm-hmm. Um, and she had a dating app that she was trying to get off the ground. And the tag, the hook for her dating app was she said, I'm reversing the process of the date and the conversation on the app. So for those of you who have been on dating apps, whether it's Tinder, whether it's Bumble, Hinge, whatever it is, you may match with somebody in some form or capacity, match.com. You have conversations first. You chat, and then you set up a meeting to meet in person. She says, fuck all that. You meet first, and then you chat in person. It's like, all right, sure, let's see where this goes. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see where this goes. Let's walk this out. Yeah, let's walk this out. Let's walk this out. So that was her hook. (laughs) But here's where the fundamental issue that I had that I brought up to her. She still has a full-time job. She is a full-time real estate agent or something that works for some company. And so she was out there peddling with these other entrepreneurs that have businesses. She was peddling her app. And I asked her a question. I said, how successful do you think your app is going to be if you spend 50 hours a week working for somebody else doing something completely unrelated to your app? And she said, no, it's going to be very successful because I, I know this and I know the market. I said, okay. I said, but you're spending 50 hours a week 
working on shit that's not your business. These guys out here that are raising $50 million and $100 million and doing that shit. Now, never mind if they had money coming into the place. But let me tell you, half of these dudes quit their fucking jobs. Mm-hmm. Half of these women quit their jobs to go spend 100% of time on this mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. There's only so far you're going to go, entrepreneurs, which is where I get into my rant about you got to have seven in the streams of income and multiple gigs and shit like that. Look, if you don't if you don't spend enough time watering your plant or watering your dream or what you want to do, it's never going to reach the heights you want it to reach. If you mm-hmm. don't take the time to put in it, and that's everything, right? We talked about relationships here. We talk about about jobs, anything. If you don't spend the time it takes to make it successful where you focus on that thing, it's never going to reach past a certain level. You're going to plateau. And yeah. she got upset. And then I said, okay, don't even listen to me. You just met me tonight. Go ask one of these other guys that you know. And as soon as she turned around and she told him the same thing, they said, yeah, you full of shit. Mm-hmm. There's no way in the world you can convince me that your company is going to be successful. And I would never invest in you because you're still doing other shit instead of doing this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then she got mad and she left. Yeah, especially not the kind of money you're talking about. I, it ain't. And they're looking for, if I'm going to invest in the company, I'm investing in you exactly. as a person. And if you're not investing you, in your time and yourself, yeah. then what's the point of me investing yeah. money and giving you money yeah. to try to get somewhere? Even, And that's not getting past the stupid-ass idea that you got. I mean, that's that's even beyond the fact that like that you got some stupid shit. That like, is stupid. Like, how you just going to meet and not never have a conversation? Like, yeah, yeah. You want to talk about wasting people's time. <laughs> like, it's, it's going to be... It's going to be like just pictures of people and then y'all just meet. That's it. Fuck and you it. never say anything. Like, that's it. No messaging, no, no nothing. No, fuck that's just it. stupid. Just a swipe and let's meet and then, you know, the prices will be exchanged. And then you that's go. Just, that's prostitution is what the fuck it is. But whatever works, man. Whatever works. Oh, uh, man. Best of luck to that young lady and her stupid ass idea. Uh, so and I hate date naps. <laughs> I only went out one time on a date nap and that shit was horrible. You want to tell your story? First of all, okay. <laughs> here we all go. Right. Let's go. Here we quick. go. I like it. First of all, <laughs> let's get into the shits. So this is my first thing. First of all, if you on a date nap, do not have every picture on a date nap with you and your friends, where a motherfucker can't even tell which one you are. First of all, if okay. your friends in the picture, I can tell you not to find one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so that's the first thing. It's like, oh, you know, I'm like looking. And I'm like, I don't even know who this. I don't even know which one it is. Uh, not the fine one. And, <laughs> and, and come to find out, the one that I thought it was, it wasn't. Not you. Now, luckily, she was still fine. Okay. Because like every girl in there was just about fine. All right. You know, that's that was good. This was back in my heyday when uh, I went. There was nothing less. Yeah, it, was, it was all you know, bright skin and good hair back yeah, then. I got you. So then we we finally get together. And this chick got no table manners at all. None. This one. <laughs> no, this is a different one. But this chick got this is a different, one. different one. But this chick got no table manners at all, right? <laughs> so it's so funny because we supposed to go out on a date. Supposed to go to this little nice spot, yada yada yada. Mm-hmm. Something happens at work, she gets behind. Uh she goes to work out. She texts me and she's like, Look, man, I'm starving. I can't wait till later. Yeah. Like, let's just go like now. Okay. So I'm like, cool, man, because I'd rather see you in your workout clothes anyways. Can't lie to me. You can't lie to me in your tights. You. Work, workout clothes and vacation pics. Wait, you can't lie you. to me, man. I got you. You can't lie. Ain't nothing like vacation pics when you <laughs> think you're somewhere that nobody else is going to know you. You know? So I'm like, cool. So we go and we meet at a different spot because reservation was for later. Yeah. And uh, we met over, matter of fact, we met by where you stand now. 
but I ain't gonna put that out there. I got so, you. I got you. So I we get you. there, and I this girl has got this girl is a lawyer. Another lawyer. Good Lord, I had to stop messing with boys. Yo, what's Wait, wrong God, with y'all and not having table know, manners? Man. Is this consistent this with is consistent <laughs> with me? With lawyers. Consistent. <laughs> with, with lawyers and uh, whatever yeah, they little, little yeah, people. Yeah, I got you. I got you. It's consistent with me for some reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Majority except for one. But yeah. anyways, when I say this girl had, and I know she said she was hungry, I get it. <laughs> But you still got to act like it's the first time you're meeting somebody you're on a date. Sure. I mean, this girl got ketchup up on the side. <laughs> she got ketchup in the baby hairs, bro. Like, how you get ketchup in your baby hair up here? Like, <laughs> I don't get it. Like, it was it was just crazy, man. Mm. I was like, that's the only time I ever went out with somebody on a date now. And okay. it was just it was just funny. It was so horrible, I just laughed the whole time. Uh, what was – oh, I had an interesting story years ago on a dating app. Met a young lady. I think she was a teacher – at the time uh and we met up uh at one old duck offs because i'm like let me just meet up and let's have a drink first and decide if we're gonna eat dinner and shit like that so meet at one of the little duck offs so i would walk her out to a car and she has two spare tires in her back seat <laughs> not the trunk in the back seat of the car there's two spare tires so me i asked a dumb question why do you have two tires in your back seat? And I mean, no way to ask, though. Because I had to ask. You see like, it, you got to ask. What the fuck? I was like, you have a trunk. She was like, well, my trunk is full. I said, so your trunk is so full of shit that you want to put two tires, dirty ass seat. tires, in, in your back, back seat. seat? Yeah. And she said it to me with the most confidence in the world. Like, that shit just made all the sense. I said, okay. This ain't going nowhere. I already made my little checklist. Yeah, All right, this right. motherfucker thinks this shit right. is normal in the night. Right. We go to the <laughs> next spot, still not buying dinner because mm, it's a little weird. So we go to another spot to drink. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. Battery dies. <laughs> Y'all went to another spot after the tires in the backseat, bro? Well, it was going to be, let's go get something to eat. But then it was like I already said, let's go to another spot. <laughs> so saying, I, so I swear, yeah, yeah. So, so it was you like, stay with it. Was like, go walk it out. Let's go drink. Was let's she go fine? Drink. Was she at least fine? Okay. <laughs> she was fine. I understand. She was fine except for the fucked up wig she had on. That's a whole another. <laughs> Did it, like, ship? it was a whole. It was blonde, bro. And she was. <laughs> oh, you went out with somebody with a blonde, dark skin, West African. This had to be oh, a long time oh, ago. No, no, no. In, in the app, it wasn't. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. When I she showed up. It was like that's like having yarn in your braids. Like, it come was, on, girl. What the fuck? <laughs> that's like come on, so, I can't take you nowhere with no pink yarn. So then a battery died, of course, because it was a shitty vehicle with two tires in the <laughs> two, back. The fucking two battery spare died. Tires. Were the spare tires inflated? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. So of course I'm like, all right, now I go into dude mode, right? Yeah. I don't know what to do. My my battery's there. You know the shit I drive. I'm like, I'm not giving you a jump for my shit. <laughs> Man, take all I got. I said, so let's do this. You need a ride. Yeah, let's <laughs> let's take your battery out. We go to AutoZone. We test it. We get you a new battery. She's like, a new battery? How much that cost? Like, for your car? $40. <laughs> <laughs> it'll, it'll be fine. With your 98 Corolla? Yeah, it'll be fine. So I went and got a battery, put it in the car. She's so thankful and grateful. She want to go do something else. And I was like, yeah. I will see you later. I gave her the church uh, hug. Huh, that's, what, that's what my mama calling. Yeah, church go. hug on the side and it slid out. But that was that was one of my dating experiences on a dating app a long time ago was that shit. And, and this is all the same Man. person. Two two fucked up tires in the back seat of the car. And the seat the seats was cloth, which should have already been. It was tan cloth. And then the battery died on a date. 
and she was so amazed man. that I got her battery changed. So I was like, Boy. we live two different lives. Boy. Man. Like, that's like, go get that's, another one. That's like when you told me I should have been on OST. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. like, bro, you should Yeah, be you there. know you shouldn't be there no more. <laughs> Not at no 2.30, 3 o'clock what, in the morning. That's what happened. Hey. It was one of them. Hey, that, was, fuck that food truck, bro. <laughs> It was one of the moments <laughs> yeah. where you got to look at yourself like, God damn, I shouldn't be here right now. And you know what? I honestly, I've been on enough crazy dates, enough dates where at the end I just shake a hand and just tell them, you know, it was nice. Yeah. You know, to where, yeah, honestly, yeah, I think yeah. if I was on the dating apps a lot, it yeah. would just increase those dates. It would. I mean, I've been on, it you would. know, I mean, for people out there that's listening to me, I've been on dates where, like, we're sitting in a restaurant and they ask them what kind of. This is the same girl. <laughs> I had a girl one time, same chick. First, I asked her if she wanted an appetizer, right? She ordered she order sure. appetizer. Sure, sure. So the guy come back, you know, the waiter, you know, nice, cool dude, uh-huh. black dude, some dreads, just fly, you know, yeah. walk slow, talk slow. Yeah. So he's like, hey, you know, y'all ready to order your main course? So I look at her like, hey, you know what you want? For you? you know what she tell me? Uh, so I can get something else? Huh? <laughs> Bro, the waiter looked at me, but I'm like, she fine. I mean, what you want me to tell you? That you know part. I mean? That part. These dates are what made me stop like, that dating like nines and tens, you, basically. You like, <laughs> this is what made me stop and say, you know what? It's got to be a better way. Uh, so it's the same date, people. Same date. She ordered some food. He asked her what kind of dressing she wanted on the salad. She said the red kind. <laughs> bro, I give it like five minutes. I tell that dude, hey, man, can we get this to go, bro? <laughs> Can we just get this? Can we just get this to go? <laughs> Yo, Bane has this. This is a preview, folks. Bane has some hey. of the most interesting stories. Hey, I had a, I had a chick sent sent some fettuccine back because the noodles was too small. Check this shit out. <laughs> the noodles was too small. She didn't realize that the noodles was gonna be small, and she don't like small noodles. <laughs> now, if she would have said I ordered Alfredo, so I figured it would be. The regular noodles that the come fe- with Yeah, it. yeah, the fettuccine the, noodles yeah, instead, yeah. Of, instead, of, instead of angel hair. That's, yeah, that's that's understandable. Yes. You know, this is what I ordered because this is what I wanted. Right, right, right. But no, I sent this back because I, the noodles are too small. I don't like small noodles. Like, I'm telling you people, y'all got to understand that there's some people out there that you expect to know and, and understand some basic principles of life, and they really yeah. just don't get it. Yeah. And this is from all walks of life. This is this is people that I met just out in the grocery store. There's yeah. people that I met there's, there's lawyers in law school or 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 teachers. Like these are people that I met that I expect to know better than to be an adult and to say these kind of things. A lot of degrees. You know, a lot of degrees are in in, in with yeah, these are, women. are involved in these things. Multiple degrees with these and, women. And let me give you another piece of advice for everybody that's out there watch the outside of your legs oh go ahead okay yes yes very important you know the hot water is not enough the hot water don't exfoliate the soap, the soap is just gonna hit it the yeah. soap is gonna yeah, yeah, hit on the way the down the soap is gonna run down yeah, on the way down body. you know by default it's gonna hit it but it's very important mm-hmm. when you go out on the first date with somebody and i'm not just talking about you just happen to meet them but for the most part don't ask them to go like be on a date and then say, "Hey, let's go over here because my friend's over here." Oh, oh no, oh no. Okay, oh, no. Unless no. you meet somebody that's just extraordinary and y'all no. just like fairy book, like you no. met and something just clicked and you yeah. starry eyed. Yeah, you don't ask people something like that on the first date. Nah. They don't know you. They don't know you. They don't give a fuck about your friends. Either. Yeah, and they don't care about your friends. No. And they might not be the kind of person you want to bring around your friends. Because let me tell you, if one of your friends is finer than you. You, you you might get stuck. I'm buying drinks for everybody. Huh. We're gonna see what stick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just just, just fishing. <laughs> but you, you don't 
go on a first date and you got plans and you just like, oh, hey, you know what? My friend's over here. You know, can we go over here? No. 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 One, you're not going to put me in that position. I don't even know if I want to be here with you. You're not going to put me over here, so now I got to entertain you and your friends. Yeah, and, and you know they're going to ask shit. stupid questions and shit. That's not, that's not what we're doing. So, yeah, it's like, no. Yeah, now I got to do, you know, now you got to be that dude, right, where we buy, buy drinks. What if one of our friends stupid and I got to talk crazy to them? Or what if it's somebody that you know? Somebody that you know from the past? Now what you got explaining to do? Look, I didn't know you y'all. Looking at them, they looking at you. I didn't like, know y'all were on the same line. I thought y'all were y'all were in the same sorority, but I didn't yeah. know y'all was on the same line, line at yeah. the same school. And y'all give me some of them looks you can't even lie about. We're like, ooh, like yo, shout out, shout out to Alley Cat. I had mm. one time like that. I was at an event, and I think it was <laughs> Alley Cat. It was it was three or four, and I didn't know they all knew See? each other. Alley-cat. So let me tell you, how I did though. Everybody to the bar Everybody got a shot We yeah. all took a shot together And then I, t- and I dipped yeah. But it is what it is man Houston is big And Houston is small It is what it is You never know what's yeah. gonna happen In the city But And my point is A first date is to get to know each other Yeah Each other Each other It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's not about getting out And meeting somebody's friends And it's it's not about getting out And really just doing something So crazy and insane That you don't have time To actually get to know the person Yeah like, it's got to be something where you have some kind of time to talk and communicate and actually get to know the person. Yeah. And this is what we're talking about real dating. We're not talking about, you know, you just want to knock somebody off. You know, we're talking about real dating out here, people, where you're trying to get somewhere besides just in their pants. Yo, and let me heads up to those people out there. So I ask random questions because and, and, I, I get tired of the same old shit, right, what you do for a living and all that stuff. So I ask, you know, what books you read, you know, what stuff you like to watch or what's right. your hobby, shit like that, what you into. And ladies, let me tell you, if another person tells me they're reading The Alchemist, <laughs> I'm going to knock your drink out your hand. <laughs> you telling me you read the free book on, on iBooks is not impressive. Everybody tries to read The Alchemist. Like, the Alchemist for women is like 48 Laws of Power for men. That's not telling me that you actually read things uh, and, and try to learn things, right? Y'all are picking the most basic books to start. This is like my starter kit book. It's I'm reading The Alchemist or some shit like that. But what, if they, well, what if they just like getting to that point in their life? Because some people are not at that point in their life. Sure. But that also lets me know that we are not at the same point in our lives mm. when you're reading The Alchemist. Oh, so you're not ready to teach. I, oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to save it more? <laughs> no. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> no. Your skills have improved. Yeah, no. <laughs> no. When I when I hear you reading the Alchemist for the first time, it's like me it's like your first book. It's like that's your first book as an adult. And no, I'm not in the mode to teach at that point in time. When you tell me that, I I, I just go a different direction. I don't even respond to your text message anymore after that. But I'm cool. It lets me know where you are in life. It's not a bad thing. But again, we fought we in our forties. Yeah, yeah. So we can say time. now it's a different time. Hey, if this is where you just getting to yeah. Oh, you got you got all this other shit to get through before you we can even have yeah. a conversation and, and, about it. And anything. you know what? This is for everybody out there, whether it's guys, ladies, you know, somebody I meet they want homeboy, they want to hang out. Mm-hmm. What happens is there are always signs that let you know that you and a person may not be at the same place. Right. The problem is sometimes sometimes through our own eyes, we blind ourselves. Because we want to be nice, mm-hmm. or because we we want to be, 
this person this 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 not considered to be the asshole all the time or you're fine you know or you or we got another reason yeah or you're fine or you're fine or maybe that i got some shit going on in my life that i feel like maybe i need to do things differently than what i normally do yep because of the the point that i'm in or whatever i'm going through mm-hmm. but realize when you ignore these signs you take on the responsibilities that come with ignoring those signs Mm-hmm. When you put yourself in a situation that you ignored the signs telling you that you shouldn't be there, you take on that responsibility. Yeah. So now you can't look back and be like, oh, man, I don't know what happened. You know, you know, why am I sitting here with this dude or this chick or this homeboy, you know, this, this trying to run and skate on his tab or, or, <laughs> or this chick that I can't have a conversation with? Or, you know, why am I here with this group of people and they crying and whining about the bill, about what, who had what and yeah, who had a salad yeah, and who didn't? Yeah. It's like you put yourself in this situation with these people. Now you got to work with what you got. Yeah. There, there, is a, a, there is a few memes going around on social media about red flags. And we just telling you some of the red flags for our age, men of our age. It's not red flags to everybody, right? I commend anybody who's trying to read a book and, and trying to grow and improve themselves. But there are red flags for, for certain things to let you know that we – we are going to be limited in what we can accomplish together because we're not on the same way, same wavelength. So that's what we're telling you about the, about the red flags on that side. So pay attention to red flags, trust your intuition, trust your gut uh, on that side. And it's, mm-hmm. it's, it'll make your life a lot easier. Uh, you're going to pass up a lot of things. You're going to have to be used to being by yourself. Once you start learning these things, right? You're going to make right. decisions where I could, I could go the other way. Right, I had a friend, uh, I had a homegirl uh, up in D.C. doing a rebrand right now, and she telling me like, ah, oh, he a conspiracy theorist, you know, he anti this and anti that, but he cute. <laughs> and so she walked the shit out yeah. with a big cute, and she said uh, she <laughs> she had one of the worst sexual experiences in her life. Two minutes in, she he caught a cramp and he couldn't finish. But I was like, look, I need some Pedialyte. <laughs> I was like, look, some pickle juice. I was like, look. You is not is not a, a, a direct tie, but you saw red flags going in. You decided yeah. to still walk it out, and you got what you, you got. got. What you, got. <laughs> you, got you got what you got. got. And sometimes yeah. it's, it is what it is when you play the hand you dealt, man. <laughs> and you and you know what? This is my other thing too is that you know I've had issues in the past where I, you know maybe I was dating a chick, mm-hmm. and after you break up, like one of those post conversations that you have about Ooh, why it didn't work. That clarity. And it's like, well, you know, I wouldn't I would have changed if I knew you were serious or, you know, I would have done this differently if I That's knew so that you were serious. That's so whack. It's like That's so whack. I'm not gonna ask you to change. It's so whack. I'm judging you on what you give me. Yeah. That's so whack. And and a big part of that now is people not realizing that your social media, not only are people stalking you, but your social media will have people who like you not say anything to you because of the stuff that you're putting out there they don't yeah, want to have to deal with. Yeah. It, it sends up red flags. Yeah, yeah. I had uh, I had that too back, back you know, when I, when I posted other stuff back when we was going to Fifth Amendment and shit like that. And even now it's coming up with clients. It's like people pay attention to things you put on social media. Mm-hmm. So they're like, is that is that the person that I want to represent me. Yeah. Me exactly. personally or my business. Is that the person? Yeah, exactly. The stuff that you're putting out on social media, is that who I want to represent? And that's the memes, that's the pictures, yeah. that's that's the, the city ass comments. Yeah, the comments, the I, stuff any, that you, any of that stuff that you the stuff do. you repost. Yeah. Like these are not just 
places where I, I can just say whatever I want to say. You no. understand when you're talking about being serious in life. No, you can't. Whether it's work and it's relationships. Mm-hmm. I've met women that when I looked at their social media, I was like, yeah, that's not going to work. No, 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 no. There's a responsibility here. And it's that's, like, oh, that's not really me. No, that's no. that's a part of you. No, and, and it, it ties into conversations I was having last night. I was, I was always joking having a smoke, talking to this young lady about um, perception versus reality. Mm-hmm. Right, and she is a uh, she's in the service industry. She she's been a bartender for a while, so she knows a lot of people. So when she goes out, a lot of people greet her when she's out in casual mm-hmm. circumstances. So she had a situation with a young man where he felt he felt some kind of way about as many other people that were approaching her that mm-hmm. were dudes, right? And he he voiced his opinion. And I told her, and and she you know she felt some kind of way about it. She was like, hey, if he insecure and, and he didn't, he can't deal with this and yada, yada, yada. I said, okay, let me play devil's advocate for you. I said, look, this gentleman is saying that he is interested in you. And what he's seeing now is every time he sees you out, he sees you hugging or being cordial with 10 to 15 different dudes. Right? And it's not, we're not talking about kissing. We're not talking about anything major, but it could be a hug. It could be a dance. It could be whatever it is, right? But he's seeing that and how you react in that environment. And then he's thinking to himself, well, if we're together, is she going to need that same type of attention? Is she going to want to yeah. go to those same places to get that type of attention? Because now she represents me. Exactly. And I represent her when I go out, right? Right. So do I want somebody that even if nothing is happening, part of, part of the game in the service industry, the various ends of the, the spectrum of, of the yeah, service the industry, first, yeah. Part of that service industry, whether you're an entertainer, whether you sing, whether you're a dancer, whether you're somewhere in between is the illusion right. that you're single. Exactly. The illusion that somebody yeah. has a chance. Yeah. And do I want to date somebody that's given that's giving somebody the impression that they single? Mm-hmm. Am I okay with that? Yeah. And I told, I said, even the most secure dudes yeah. will look at you like why why are you putting Bro, yourself in that that's, situation? That's why people get upset. At stuff like Facebook when they're in a relationship and they don't change their status. Yes. Something as simple as that because you're giving off the illusion, the illusion that you are single. That nothing has changed in your life. Nothing has changed in your yes. life. And now you're still getting attention that's really unwarranted or yes. can cause issues later. Yes. And that's what she doesn't yeah. understand that this guy is worried about. Yeah. And then this guy is also worried about the fact of if you this friendly now when I'm here... How friendly are you when I'm not here? That part. Because we know the difference between, you know, a little sideways hug yes, or whatever. We do. And then that hug, hug. And we talked about that. We talked yes. about that. When, we talked when, about when the different hit those hugs. control spots. Yeah. We talked about the different hugs. Yeah. We talked about different yeah. hugs, you know, smaller to the back and grab you on your hip. Yeah. It's a little bit longer than what it's supposed yeah, ladies, to be. Ladies and gentlemen. We, we know what those things we, are. We know there's a different hug when, when you've had sex with somebody. Mm-hmm. There's a, hug they, there's a hug they give you, the greeting, and I'm, I'm laughing because this came up when we was at homecoming in Tennessee State. So we're, me and Sox, we, we see a young lady. She looks attractive. She dancing, doing what she's doing, right? And I'm people watching. I don't know nobody around here. Yeah. She's dancing with her girls and shit happens. She goes downstairs and runs into a dude like she ain't seen in a while. Mm-hmm. So they give the, hey, I ain't seen you in a while. She goes two arms around his neck. Uh, he goes two arms around boom, the waist. Done deal. Giving a hug. He whispering in the ear. She yeah. backs up, still embracing. Yeah. Still hands around the neck. And the first kiss, the first kiss was on the cheek. 
Yeah. The second kiss was on the mouth. Yeah. And that's what told on it, right? It's like, oh, yeah, I used to fuck. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But you see. You comfortable. You saw what it you was. way too comfortable. You saw the, com- everything changes. You you don't give a fuck about what's around, what you're doing. Yeah. All of a sudden, it's just you and them. Yeah. That's and it. And mind you, we talking about people. We was in an old school party, so we talking about people that's 15, 20 years removed from college. Yeah. Right? But they go back and they see those people. And that connection comes back, and they forget about everything else that's happening in the world and everybody else around you. So we see, and that gentleman saw the type of hugs she was getting. Yeah. Now, you could say seven out of those ten dudes didn't mean nothing. They was just customers. But three of those dudes, you're not telling me the truth. There's something else going on, and now you got me out here looking crazy. So I also make sure that when you're out in the world and you say you want to be out these streets, you want to be in relationships – Understand that people are peeping you. Yeah. And they trying to see how you move when you yeah. know they're there. And then and, and you know they not and, there. And let me bring this up too. Oh shoot. I like this, that. This this is what's really important, especially for women, because sometimes women have a, a hard time understanding men and men have a hard time understanding women. Mm-hmm. So take this guy for instance, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know this guy. He could be right. anybody in the world. Yes. But he got friends. Yeah, he does. And if you are actually in a relationship with a guy and you moving like that. When his friends see you move like that, his friends are going to look at him differently and treat yeah. him differently and say, like, hey, what the, what, yeah. what's going on here? Bro, that's you? Yeah. Like, that's that's how your old lady do things? Yeah, bro, that's you? Okay. So, because it's, it's, it's such a large context. And I've had a conversation like this with a, with a couple of, of ladies in the past. Mm-hmm. It's like, you got to understand, when you move, you represent me. When you move a certain way, it makes me look a certain way. Mm-hmm. And now I have to answer questions and I have to do things accordingly. Right. So the best thing for me is I have to talk to you and, and get you to understand why you shouldn't be moving that way or I got to move around. Mm-hmm. Because it's all going to go bad sooner or later. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's sometimes for some reason it's hard for women to understand that. Look, people can't straddle the line. People can't straddle the line. And so I, 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 we have conversations. We, it's a lot of us that are single now. We have conversations with other single people, and they can't figure out why they're single. Look, man, we're all out here trying to protect ourselves from being hurt. But in the, the process of you protecting yourself, you're also not being your true self to somebody. You're not letting them know your intentions and who you want to be and what you want to be to them. And so everybody's holding back. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't want to do this until they do that. I don't want to do this to do that. Yep. And when you do that, that person never gets a chance to see who you really are. Yep. Now, I understand on the other side, that takes a lot of trust and openness and vulnerability on us to be open, to lead with being open. Right. Yeah. To lead with doing everything that I want to do. We talked about this before. Like, yeah. if I'm here, I feel like I need to do this, 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 this and this. this. Yeah. And it takes some vulnerability. And you can't get hurt. Yeah, it's hard to lead putting everything out on the line. It's hard. It's hard. Knowing that it's a possibility that, that you have no idea what you're getting into. It's hard. But I will tell you, and you'll probably attest to this too, being on the receiving end of somebody being all in, it's refreshing. Yes. At least you know where they stand. Yeah, exactly. They put their they they stake in the ground, and they started doing things and saying things and being those people and now it almost makes you want to get, you know, well, yeah. shit, let me get, it makes let you, me. Yeah, it makes you want to do the same. Yeah, let me get my, let me get this shit back. You in, I'm in. It makes it easier. It makes it more comfortable for me. Yeah. But if nobody takes the first step, 
to be vulnerable, then you you spend the whole time giving a little. Both y'all got your shield up. Both y'all got your shield up. You, yeah. you, you, you want to see what you're gonna get? Yeah, you probing. Yeah. Look, man. Part part of what what I think everybody with the fancy memes and the being single. Part of what I think y'all are trying to find and what everybody's trying to find, you can't find unless you're putting yourself out there. Yeah. So you got to jump, and you never get a chance to relax. You never. You don't because because you always. You on the defense. You always on the defense or you're always processing things before you say yeah, them and do them. Exactly. So you gotta think about shit more. Yeah, well, than what just if I be. do this? Well, what if they do that? Well, just what be. are they gonna do? And then you're trying to react and Yeah, then, just be. Yeah, you never get that chance to be. Just be. And that's why they say a lot of times when they when you get older, they call a lot of older people assholes and this and that. Because we just are who we are. We're going to be. Yes. That's what we're gonna do. Yes. I'm yeah. gonna do this because this is what I do. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you how I feel. And you like it or you don't or like you it. Don't. You shit or you get off the pot. And that's why I laugh at you sometimes. And I do this for everybody. I laugh at Bane sometimes when he tells me stories. Because Bane is honest as, as hell <laughs> from the beginning. He'll tell you, yeah, this is exactly what the fuck you saw. And this is what it is. And do you want to be here or not? I laugh too because we are talking about. You know, uh, our mutual friends in their situation and how they got together. Uh, you know, shout out to Good Hair. Mm. Him and his Ole, they was honest with each other then, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm doing this. She was like, and I'm doing that. And they figured it out. And they married, right? Yeah. But you, sometimes you have to be that forward and that honest to let the other person know who you are so they can decide whether or not they want to be with you. And that way yeah. you don't waste your time. Exactly. You don't waste that time probing. You don't waste that time. At least not as much. You know what? You don't waste it. And the other part of it, the other, the other side is exhausting. It's, it's exhausting oh to hold information, it's to lie, to do it. It's exhausting. And it's exhausting. It's just, you just, you got to go around and you're always walking on eggshells and you're walking on glass and you, you know, you're thinking about, you know, well, I can't go over here or we can't go over there. Yeah. You know, I can't bring up this subject and I can't talk about that. No. You know, they ask you silly ass questions and you can't give them a real answer that you really want to give them. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's just it's so it's so demanding. And that's why for a long time I've been at the point where it's just like I'm too tired with life itself to have to deal with somebody where I should be able to relax. But now I got to think about my every move like I'm playing chess. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Just, it's just too much. It is. And we just I. I, I encourage people to be as honest as you can in the beginning. It will save you time. It will save you heartache. But on the other side of it, the, the byproduct of that is you might not get that date. You might not get that person in your life for three, six months. But on the back side of that is now you don't have a chance, the opportunity to get attached to somebody you know that's going to be in your life temporarily. Yeah. Like you have to, in our, in our space, with being honest and being open and being who you are and your authentic self, the risk of that is you're going to have some lonely days. Yeah. Right. And that's when we would joke. I was joking with somebody. I was actually joking with the same young lady that was having this conversation. I said, look, the the places that we were, the place that she was talking about specifically, I said, mm -hmm. we're all here for the same reason. We're all here because we don't want to be at home in silence. Yeah. We don't want to be at home with our own thoughts. That's why we're here. None of us want to be here. Yeah, there are a million places we'd rather be right now, but where we are in our life and our depression and where we are at that point is we'd rather be out around people so that we don't get left alone with our thoughts, which is what people had to deal with during COVID, which is why yeah. now you're hearing so many people 
where it comes from comedians to artists to anybody else. That's why you're hearing so many stories about mental health and depression yeah. is because we do so much in our lives. We fill our lives with so much shit. Yeah. So we don't have to sit in silence and deal and with and our COVID demons. Forced it. We don't have to deal with our demons. Right. The noise drowns out our demons. The drinking outside versus drinking at home drowns out the demons. We don't want to be home and sit with shit. We don't want to sit with our families. We don't want to sit. We don't want to sit without our families. Right. And so we're all out here searching for some sort of reprieve and break from dealing right. with our shit. And, uh, you know, the historical, you know, values or, or look that makes it really hard to get out there and just tell somebody how you feel and what you want to do yeah and what you'll accept and what you want right you know you, you got you got you know historical man raised to hunt you know to go get it yeah and you do whatever you got to do to go get it set you're not raised to tell the truth you raised to say whatever you got to say to make shit happen nah, what gets to kill and then if you get on the side of a of, of a historical woman that's raised to please somebody mm-hmm. she's not raised to tell them how she feel yeah she raised to do what she got to do to make them happy yo so we don't really historically raise that part we're not right raised there. to tell people what we really think and how we really feel from the beginning that part right there we are raised to do whatever we have to do to get what we want to get and to be where we need to be yes but then you get there yeah and all your stuff is based on bullshit it's all based on bullshit because we really don't ex- explain or express to people what we really need right to be happy we don't because we're raised on what we think we need to do to make somebody else happy and to make them comfortable, but we don't ever take that take that into account for us, right? What makes yeah. me happy? What do I need? We don't take time to explore ourselves, right? What 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 makes me happy? What do I need in my life? We're so constantly raised to, like you said, we're hunters. We got to go get it. We got to do this, this, and this, and this for them, and then we don't tell them what we need, mm-hmm. and then they're like, "Well, I need to please him, him, him." So then we ask, "Well, are you okay?" They don't know how to answer the they question. Don't know how to answer the question. I've, I remember asking a your lady who was 50 years old mm-hmm. what do you want out of this out of a relationship yeah and she didn't have an answer for me she told me she had never been asked that before yeah and i was just my mind was blown yeah that's and i remember uh, another young lady i dated her mind was so she came from a really traditional family uh-huh. and her mind was so just fixated on making everybody else happy Mm-hmm. That anytime she was by herself, she was depressed. Yeah. She got to a point to where if she wasn't doing for other people, then something was wrong. Yeah. And the fact that she didn't feel like I needed that I needed her in my life was a problem. Me wanting her in my life wasn't enough. The fact that that I didn't need her to cook or clean or do laundry or do all these other things, yeah. which I appreciate, yeah. but I don't need you for that. Yeah. I've been grown a long time. Yeah, but if she couldn't do what she needed to do and felt like she was needed, then she felt like something was wrong. Yeah, yeah, that's fucked up, and, and it happens to men too. Yeah, that happens to men too on the other side. So, so you know, some women say that too about some men in their relationships. You know, when men are raised to be providers and this, that, and the third, when when it when it happens where a man hits a a rough spot where he can't be the provider, he may have he lost his job shit. or he's not as ambitious. Yeah, he feels like less of a man when this woman is making more money than him. Mm-hmm. Or he can't pay for dinner. Or he can't take her to do things that she wants. Yeah, that affects him mentally because he's been raised to, I need to do these things to make her happy. And, and to be a I, man. And to be a man. 
to be valued as a man, I need to do these things. And if I hit hard times, I need to suck it up. But if she takes that gap, which is what she's supposed to do, yeah, because it's a partnership, I feel like less of a man. Yep. Because she I, she shouldn't have to do that. And so we we've all been raised in kind of a fucked up scenario where we're all trying to do stuff for other people where we don't do it for ourselves. So yeah. I I will I I will say to that piece, and we'll we'll probably end it there on this side because we can get into a lot of shit and other stuff right. we're watching. We'll get into the next podcast. Yeah, yeah, we, but this is. This is a good point to now that we're coming up on the holidays. I really want everybody that's listening and watching to take account and take stock of what you need to be happy. What's your list for you? Stop talking and stop entertaining people about what's your list for somebody else in your life. Make your list for you. What do you need to feed you to feed your soul? Do you need to travel? Do you need somebody that's well read? Do you need somebody that's funny? What do you need? to be happy in your space. Now, one side I approach what I just said, excuse me, is what do you need somebody to do for you? Now, the other part of it is what can you do for yourself? Yeah. What can you do that will fill you? What hobby can you pick up? Do you want to go pick up bike riding? Do you want to go to a book club? Do you mm-hmm. want to go explore and do something else for yourself? Yeah. So taking time for yourself to know yourself because the number one issue that people have with depression during the holidays in my opinion this is a scientific fact in my opinion is we don't know what to do with our own idle time yeah and that, and that's it it's just like i said i was amazed when i asked this lady you know what do you want mm-hmm. and and she said nobody's ever asked me i don't know yeah it's because you never took the time to get to know you no you took all this time doing all the things that other people told you you were supposed to do mm-hmm but you never get took the time to find out what makes you happy, to find out what's ma- what makes you tick. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So find, so find some things, man. It's important to find things that fulfill you that fill that dead space. Because right now, most of us out here are running away from dead space <coughs> to fill it with whatever. So we don't have to have these conversations with ourselves. Right. So we don't sit with the fact that. I've had something or someone in my life for so many years and now that person is gone and now I have to figure out something else where I should have already had something in that space that I can go back to, but I don't have an anchor because I've always depended on other people. Yeah. I've depended on other people to fill that gap for me and now that they're yeah. gone, whether it's a grandparent or a sibling or a significant other, now I got to go figure out how to fill that space and it puts people in a real fucked up scenario. Yeah, and so I really, I really encourage you guys. And they end up in bad situations because the the person they find to try to fill that role, they're not always yeah. the right person. They just fill that one role. They fill that one role, and the rest of it is all kind of messed up. They fill that one role, and that that'd be for a whole different podcast it right is. there. It is. So we 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 gonna we gonna slow it. We gonna kill it there. I will. I will want to say I want to make one comment just just so everybody knows. Unfortunately, part of what we've been dealing with is one of our um, our I, I say our biggest fan. Uh, she's yeah. always supported us. She's always re, re, reposted our, our, our podcast. She's tried to get us alcohol sponsorships. Very good person. I've known her for years, man. Shout out to Cassie. Rest in peace. There's an unfortunate accident where Cassie yeah. is no longer with us. And I want to dedicate this episode to her 
because I, to be honest with you, sometimes we just talk and we're saying shit and we don't think anybody listens. And yeah. That's just how we do. But to know somebody was out there listening and trying to share our message with other people that she felt value in it and was a genuinely just dope ass person, man. I want to give a shout out to Cash. Shout out to her family. Prayers out to everybody. Yeah, family, who are friends. family and friends. Sway, you guys, everybody else that's been around her family. Like, I, I, I feel bad for everybody involved, man. She was a truly liked uh, to this world. And I'm sad that we lost her. So shout out to Cass. I'm dedicating this to you. Uh, rest in peace, man. And we're going to end it right there. Whiskey therapy, baby. You guys take care of your mental take health. Care take care there. of your friends. Take care of yourself. Find somebody. Tell them you love them before they go, man. They're not always going to be there. And we you out. never know. Done. Close us out, engineer. Easy, easy. Easy. <laughs>